Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CollegeToPro.com NFL Draft Blast, the audio alternative for fans and NFL personnel to know NFL draft prospects. Join host Bo Mashanti as he brings the next generation of tomorrow's NFL stars to you today. No more than the name. Welcome back to another edition of the C2P. I am your show host, Bo Marchand. As always, we appreciate you stopping by. If you ever miss any of these shows in their entirety, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Blog Talk Radio, all opportunities to download and listen to our featured guests. And today we have a fantastic young man. He played at two schools, Indiana, and then he transferred over to Northwestern. Big-time player. He was also at the Hula Bowl and the College Gridiron Showcase, two fabulous events for any prospect in his situation as they make their path towards this 2021 NFL draft. But with that said, it's the standout quarterback, Peyton Ramsey. Peyton, welcome to the program. How's this afternoon treating you? So far, so good. Thanks for having me on. Taking some time. You're a busy man. Uh, right before we went live, you said you just left Tampa from training, and then you, you headed back uh, north so you could quarantine in preparation for Pro Day next week. Uh, how excited are you? just to kind of let this pro day arrive and just sling it a little bit. Yeah, you know, I'm ready. I think all the guys that are in our situation are are ready. Um, you know, the season ends and, and and all of a sudden you blink and it's time for pro day. So this month this last month has gone fast, but but really excited. I feel like I've improved a couple things in my game and just kind of excited to go showcase it and um anxious and nervous and a bunch of, you know, different emotions but ready to ready to go do it for sure. What are those couple things you think you kind of progressed on and added to your repertoire, if you will? Yeah, I think you know, I think your your footwork can never be good enough. So I think that's kind of where I started when I went down in Tampa, went down to Tampa, and just continued to improve my feet, um, and then just continuing to to prove that I can make all the throws on the field. I think my arm's gotten a little bit stronger, um, and just feel confident um, making some of the throws that I might not have had a ton of reps that during my time in college. So just, you know, a couple, couple things that I've, you know, really had, you know, made an emphasis during the, during these last couple months and uh, feel a lot more comfortable with where I'm at now. Excellent. And, and I'm curious, I mean, I know your father, Doug Ramsey, Elder high school, um, you know, your, your, your quarterback family, if you will. I mean, from a, a young age, were you the kid always under center delivering the ball to everybody else? Yeah, uh, I always played quarterback growing up. There wasn't really <laughs> anything else, any other position that I was interested in. Definitely, definitely didn't want to play defense. Um, that was never, <laughs> never something that I wanted to do. Um, if it was something different, it was you know maybe wide receiver or something. But uh, all you know from the very first time I started playing to till, till now, I've I've been a quarterback and uh, just really enjoyed every minute of it. And it's gotten you this far, and you're a couple, well, a month and a half away from this 2021 NFL draft, so you've been doing everything you've needed. Um, when did you kind of get the realization that even in high school, when did you kind of really start, you know, the recruiting process? I mean, you know, you arrived at, you know, Indiana, Big Ten school, Power Five conference. So, I mean, it wasn't like you were not recruited heavy. What led you to Indiana? 
Yes. Yeah, so, so coming out of high school, I always, the first thing for me was I, I wanted to play in the big 10. I was, you know, growing up in, in the Midwest, I felt like I was born and raised on big 10 football. And, uh, you know, that was one reason, but another is, uh, at the time, Kevin Wilson um, and the offensive coordinator, Kevin Johns, had done an awesome job with that Indiana offense. And um, just having the opportunity to go there and play for those two guys my first year. And then, you know, a third reason was, you know, a quick drive down the road from home, about two and a half hours. So I knew my parents could be at every single game. I think just a combination of those three things was just why Indiana was, was the right fit coming out of high school. And a great career there. And then, I mean, you move on to Northwestern. And, you know, what was it like? I'm curious. You know, you make the tra- – you know, you answer to that transfer portal and then COVID, all that stuff goes on. How hard was it just to get acclimated to teammates, especially at the quarterback position? I mean, every position is vital. But the quarterback, I mean, especially. How difficult was it just to introduce yourself and let these guys get comfortable with you when it was such a weird off season going into it? Yeah, it was really difficult, and and to be honest, that was kind of my biggest fear was um, was building relationships with some of my teammates, not necessarily learning the playbook or anything that had to do with football. It was it was trying to get to know the guys, and what I did was um, I sent a text to every single player on the team, offense, defense, specialist, and just introduced myself and uh, you know told them that I was looking forward to to being in their locker room, even though I couldn't see them face to face and couldn't be with them at the time I just tried to make them as familiar and as comfortable with me as they could and I think when I when we all finally got to campus I think that kind of paid off and um you know guys were excited and and happy that I was in their locker room excellent stuff once again Peyton Ramsey here on the C2P talking a little NFL draft and finding out what this young man brings to this 2021 NFL draft table um I thought you handled the Michael Penix thing uh really well I mean you had such success they decided to go in a different direction. Was that possibly the hardest challenge of your collegiate career? Yeah, there, you know, there's no question. I think when I wasn't named the starter um, there going into my senior year, my redshirt junior year at Indiana, that was um, a little bit surprising. You know, I, I expected, as, as we all do as competitors, that I was going to be the starter, and um, and I wasn't. But, you know, I, I respected the decision and um, hung around for another year and, and, uh, you know, it kind of paid off for me in the long run because I had the op- opportunity to play, you know, play in 10 or so games and start seven that year. And um, it was tough, but I learned a lot about, about myself. And um, while it was hard, there's a lot of, you know, silver linings that came along with it. Yeah, and listen, I mean, it wasn't like I was pardoned inside the uh, Hoosiers locker room for everything, but just from what I was able to pick up and read, I thought you handled yourself remarkably well. And it kind of, to me, was reminiscent of, you know, Jalen Hurts and what he had to go through at Alabama when, you know, Tua came in. And I thought Jalen handled it remarkably well. And I thought you followed suit, uh, Peyton. I thought you, you know, and I think teams will look at that saying, hey, you know, how's this, you know, that's adversity. You know, getting hurt, everybody gets hurt, but that's something different. And, again, I, I give you – I applaud you for the way you reacted. And then you go on the Northwestern, you step in, you have success there. Now, two all-star games, especially you get to go out to Hawaii and, you know, do it out there. You go down to the College Gridiron Showcase, mingle with scouts. What was it like just allowing these scouts to know who you are as a man? They know you're a great player, but what was that opportunity like to sharing yourself with these guys? Yeah, it's it's different. Um, you kind of got to learn to to brag on yourself a little bit and, and do it in a humble way and, um, you know, a way that's representative of who you are as a person. And, um, 
took a little bit of learning and, uh, you know, it was good to kind of expose myself to that. Not only just, and just talking to other guys, it's a, it's a different experience and you got to learn how to, how to talk about yourself. So it was, uh, you know, it was a good experience just to be down at those places and, and just talking with different, not only different scouts and different teams, but talking with, with different guys from across the country and get to know, get to know different people that you, that are in your situation and, and you watch on TV on Saturdays. But, uh, any positive feedback? I know scouts aren't going to just, you know, toss red roses at you and, and give you, you know, kisses and, and say, hey, you're the greatest thing we've seen. But uh, anything that, you know, any pep in your step, any positive things when you walked away that might have got you excited? Yeah, you know, I think that that's one thing that you always try to ask when you're in those interviews is is look for both, you know, ask for your strengths, what, what teams, how they view you and, and your weaknesses as well. And I think one thing that I took away was, you know, teams are impressed with, uh, you know, my accuracy and, and my decision-making, just getting the ball out of my hands and completing passes. And then obviously that ability to extend plays and and use my legs when I need to. So um, encouraging that teams have have taken note and, and watched me on film and uh, just continuing to try to get better. Fantastic, fantastic stuff. Now I ask all the guys to come on the show. And you kind of, I think you kind of already said it in terms of accuracy and your, you know, ability to improvise, extend the play. But if you're in the film room with these scouts, Peyton, they're breaking you down. What do you think they're going to love? What are those, I I call them your hallmark home run type abilities where they're going to get you on the 53-man roster. Yeah, you're exactly right. I I think I did just touch on it. I think completing passes um, in our game, um, just getting the ball in your playmaker's hands and, making quick, smart decisions is, is something that, that, that can't be overstated. Um, and that's something that I've done and continued to do um, and just got better at throughout the course of my career is just, just making the right read, the right decision, and letting the, letting the fast athletic guys run with the ball um, and never forcing anything. And, and that goes back to being able to use my legs and then be more mobile than, than some, of the, some of the guys that are coming out of this draft as well. I think – I think that helps me out, um, just being able to use my legs, pick up first downs, and stay on the field um, is a really important thing in our game and not, not trying to do too much. Yeah, well, you know, I'm going to say a couple, I mean, what maybe it's three words, four words, mobile, accurate quarterback. I mean, that just has all positive linings to it right there. I mean, it's, it's hard to know no like those three things. So, um, you mentioned earlier in the show just being down in Tampa training and then just uh, working on some different throws. And I asked this question, what goes unnoticed? I mean, I know you were a team captain. You could be a film junkie, great in the community, maybe the offensive systems you ran. And this may where, you know, those throws come into place, you know, where, you know, hey, if they're not going to let you throw this throw or ask you to throw this throw, then you're not going to throw it. But what needs to be said today that can help you get on that draft, you know, drafted come late April? Yeah, you know, I, I think where what's going to be big at my pro day is is those deep deep outs and corner routes and um, and go routes stuff that I didn't I didn't throw a ton of in college to be honest with you. Like I said, I was kind of a, a get the ball out of my my hand quick kind of guy, um, and that's kind of where we made our money. We were successful doing so, so there was really no reason to to try to try and change and do anything different than what we were doing. So. It's not that I can't make those throws, but it's just proving that that I have the ability to do so. And um, it's been a point of emphasis while I've been down training in Tampa. And 
and, you know, in my opinion, just continue to get better at it each and every day. That's awesome. And that's all I would like to ask. I mean, you know, like I said, there's a lot of things, and you know, as well, going through this process, I mean, if the only thing you did was throw deep balls and they'd question everything else that you couldn't or haven't seen, I should say, not can't, but just exactly. haven't seen. Uh, what do you like in the huddle? I mean, just say third and eight, you guys are in a critical down and distance and you need to move the chains. I mean, what's it like being in the huddle with you? Yeah, I, I'm, I feel like I'm a calm and, and poised and composed guy. Um, never really get too high or too low. Um, and, and I think I took a lot from, from Coach Fitz at Northwestern this past year as well. You know, I feel like I've always <laughs> been that way, but but more so this year because that's how he is on third and eight or when he's making a decision on if we're going to go forward on fourth and four. Very composed. And um, people take – I took note, and I, and I know other guys take note of that kind of thing. So I think the older I got and the more experienced I got, if you're with me on third and eight or a big fourth down – um, I'm going to be very laid back and calm and composed and confident what I'm doing because uh, we've practiced it. We've been there. We've done that. And, um, you know, I know guys take notice of that program. We've got to share so much with our audience. And again, we just appreciate your time. We know you're busy before we let you go though. We always like to end the show. We call it three and out. There are a few off the wall questions. You ready to take a shot with some of those? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Now, you mentioned Coach Pat Fitzgerald, the Wildcats' main man. Uh, is there anything maybe during practice that is sort of a pet peeve of his that can get him going? Oh, pet peeve of Coach Fitz. Um, he's a big energy guy. So so if we come out of practice and we're flat, um, you know, in our <laughs> stretch lines or whatever, and I think it's a big pet peeve of every coach, but he's all about starting fast. And if uh, if we don't come out starting fast and ready to go, then then we're going to hear about it, and we could even, you know, even potentially start practice over if if it's not up to his standard. <laughs> so, um, any game day superstition for myself or Coach Fitz? Yeah, uh, for you. For me, uh, I don't know about superstitions, but very very routine. Um, I'm going to wake up at the same time. Uh, take a shower, do, you know, do my entire routine at the, at the same exact time. Um, I, I don't do anything necessarily that's that's weird or out of the box, but um, very very routine and structured. And I like to be my be by myself. I don't really like uh, I'm not a rah rah, you know, jumping up and down kind of guy. I just like to do my own thing, and uh, that's where I'm comfortable. Just get locked in one on um, this draft's closing in on us i'm sure that's going to be a week weekend where you're with family and friends to celebrate this next football journey peyton um who's the best cook in your family and what would you like that person to have prepared as you celebrate that special day oh my dad is 100 percent the best cook in my family um and what we are going to have on that day he is going to uh smoke some chicken wings um Ooh. That is my favorite. That is my favorite meal that he makes. Uh, every time I come home, he'll get he'll get on the smoker and throw some wings in there. So that's definitely going to be uh, that's going to be the main dish for for the draft party. Uh, you know, just the way you came across, you were immediately you knew exactly where you were going with the football when I asked that question. So those those chicken wings have to be dynamic. You did not hesitate. You knew that that guy was getting the ball there. Hey, those sound like pretty damn good wings, Peyton. <laughs> they are good wings, I tell you what. <laughs> Excellent, man. Hey, we appreciate your time today. We always like to tell you guys, stay humble, stay hungry, be blessed, and we appreciate you sharing some time with us. 
Right on. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. No problem at all. Once again, Peyton Ramsey, the standout during transfer from Indiana. A lot of successful stuff to think about when you look at this young man. But as always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us here on the C2P. This has been a C2P exclusive. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.